Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome back. Another episode. Uh, please like, subscribe, comment, share. As always, definitely share the episode. we got an interesting, more personal episode this week. Um... I was talking to Mike via text. That's actually how this kind of came up. Because I think you went down a rabbit hole a little bit. Oh, I've been down a rabbit hole yeah. for this. For a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my weight is definitely ballooned. Um, college, I was like 250. When I got married in my late 20s, I was probably 295. Went through some stuff. Hovered around the 320 range. Recently went to the doctor. I'm I'm at like 345, 350. Okay. It's going in the wrong direction. <laughs> um so I started looking into weight loss stuff. Now mm-hmm. obviously as you know, we talked about this a while ago. I'm not exactly <laughs> I'm trying to avoid the exercise and diet method. Well, I've got something for you as we <laughs> continue, so well and I, I also might have an interesting <laughs> uh new way. And I'm sure everyone, I'm sure everyone right now on the other side is like, oh God, here we go again. What's the, what's the weight loss quick scheme? <laughs> who, who, what system do they buy now? Um, which is funny because when I texted you, it was actually with one of those guys, like one of the guys that advertises on Facebook and yeah, which one, the shred or whatever it, it was. Yeah. So it, it, <laughs> I think it's, it's gotta be a made up name. Vince Sant. Like, like someone's name is Vincent. Did he just separate the two and go Vincent? I guess. I mean, so that'd be like, my name is Mike Hale. Right, right. That's exactly what it is. Right. Are you Al Lex? I'm Al Lex. Al Lex. Yeah, it's like a superhero name yeah. or my villain name. But anyway, uh, yeah. So so I texted it to you. I was like, Hey, have you ever heard of this man? Sound. It looks awesome. Of course, I always go down like those rabbit holes. Like, oh man, it works for that person. Why couldn't it work? It worked for me too. And I, I lose interest in like a week. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. So that's how this kind of conversation took off a little bit. And we had talked. I think last time you you had started using that fentramine. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I've used fentramine three times in my life, and it, it's effective. But the problem is when you stop taking it, the effects, of course, wear off. And unless you maintain that, and then also if you have some, if you have like high blood pressure, some other issues, it's may, you can develop a dependency on it if you're not careful because it is an amphetamine. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much anything that ends in INE, mm-hmm. I think, is an amphetamine. I'm no pharmacologist, but, you know, um, yeah, that, that's an old drug. It's been around for a long time. Uh, it was, if anyone heard of the Fen-Fen, it was half a Fen-Fen. Yep. It was the half that didn't kill you. Oh, that's Apparently the other half did kill you. So, um, and there's some other stuff out there. Of course, there's a snake oil salesman. There's all kinds of crazy, um, lose weight fast schemes. Take this tablet, you know, eat peanut butter with your toes and you're going to lose weight. <laughs> Um, you got the Frank, the Frank Thomas one. He's been hawking for years. The uh, Nugenics Testafin. Yeah. 
It, not only will it help you lose weight, it'll help you with the ladies, too. <laughs> like, I love how they kind of combine the two. It's like weight loss and and uh, erection medicine. Yes. Hmm. She'll like it, too, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow, all right. <laughs> so not only am I going to lose some pounds, I'm going to press the ladies. They are related. So for every 35 pounds you lose, your member appears to be an inch longer. <laughs> right. True story. It's not hidden by what you. It's right. not hidden anymore by what you've lost. Right. If you think about it, if you put a stick mm-hmm. in the sand, yeah, and just took it up to the tip of the stick, that's. But then, if you got rid of the sand, the stick would be longer. Right. The stick's still there. Yep. So it's amazing. It's yeah. like the big illusion. Right. <laughs> it's the, the magic illusion. trick. <laughs> <laughs> but but there's so much stuff out there, and um, this drug, that drug, and. You know, we've railed before on big pharma and and the healthcare industry, but I just looked it up. I should have looked it up earlier because I, you know, do so much prep work for these episodes. Yes. Um, the weight and weight loss and diet control market in the United States is a seventy-two billion dollar industry. It's not small potatoes. No. So I was trying to think. You know, does that include the vitamins, or is that different? You think I, that could be? I think it depends on what the vitamins are for. Right, because I know like the 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 uh, oh, what is it? The herbal, the herbal supplements. Yeah, that's a big industry too. And I think so, that's different. So this, okay, so this meal replacements are booming, but not over the counter diet pills. So this is from businesswire dot com. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't vet any of my sources. I'm not a journalist. <laughs> this is not factual. <laughs> this is we're talking some shit. Yeah, this is general. Yeah. So, um, but if you think about seventy-two billion dollars a year, that's a big motivator to keep this industry going, right? So if you had, I've always so if I came out with a vehicle that ran on water, right? Mm-hmm. It would be of the interest of the petroleum companies and now the battery manufacturers to make sure that that engine never made it to the market because if it did they're done so if someone came out with a diet pill that could make you lose weight and keep it off there's 72 billion reasons that that pill would never make it to the market so we just buy the patent and bury it somewhere so you know again is that is that conspiracy theory or but there's got to be there's some truth to it because it is such a huge market. So I think I think that might have been true in the past, but I think the cat might be out of the bag for that. Mm-hmm. There's a category of drug called uh, GLP ones. Okay, glucagon. Glucagon. I'm going to pronounce this horribly. Glucagon-like peptide. Okay. Okay. They were made to treat diabetes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, and, we're, and the name, the the brand names are like Wigovi, Sexenda. Sexenda. Yeah. I like that. It's not, <laughs> it sounds like Sexenda, but it's se- sex, <laughs> like the sex phone. So... They're, Sex enda isn't that when the kids banging on your door? Right, right exactly. <laughs> um, they're. I'm trying to find. So like, there's uh, semaglutide, which is what we govi is. 
Saxenda is a lyroglutide. They're all part of that same classification of drug. What, what do they do? So for weight loss, they... Um, so the, the drugs mimic a hormone called the glucagon-like peptide 1, GLP-1, that targets area of the brain that regulate appetite and food intake. Okay. Basically, it makes you feel full, full, and it also does something about sugar digestion. Okay. Which is why it helps diabetics, I believe. Um, these drugs have been found to be very... Uh, Extremely effective in weight loss. Okay. And so I, I went to my I went to my doctor, and I was like, I'm gonna bring it up, and they're gonna dismiss it because every time I've I've talked about like weight loss stuff with with the doctor, it's always been go see a nutritionist, diet and exercise, diet and exercise, diet and exercise, diet. And exercise. Right. You can't you can't see the middle finger? It, it's there. I see it <laughs> loud and proud, and I completely agree. Um. But they were, so, they kind of, it's kind of like how Viagra came about. Viagra was actually a blood pressure med. Yeah. Or blood circulation medicine. And they just happened to find out. They improve circulation elsewhere. Yeah, it, it gives the, <laughs> it really effective in a certain area. <laughs> well, with these, they found out it was effective with diabetics and controlling their diabetes. Um, but it also had another effect with it, which was weight loss. Where people... And so when I when I was I guess when I was talking to my healthcare provider, she immediately knew what I was talking about. Okay. She's like, "Oh, that, yeah, it works." I'm like, "What?" So let's do this. Well, and so like, part of me is like, "Why didn't we bring this up before then?" Yeah. But the other part of me is like, "Oh, really? Okay." And and then she went on to say, "Is like she had a personal friend of hers who lost 100 pounds in a year." Wow. And was only on that drug Wegovi for four months. Hmm. So she lost a bunch of weight in the first four months. And then she kept it off and still lost weight for the remainder eight months. And she, I mean, she's still, she's still trying, I don't know if she's still trying to lose weight or what, but she was like, no, th this works. These work. Now the problem is, is that our insurance doesn't cover it for weight loss. It only covers it if you're pre-diabetic or diabetic because it's not one of the four negotiated weight loss drugs between. So like the, we have one of those, it's almost like a co-op. So let's wait until you get diabetes. Yes, that's right. You have to get diabetes. You could take it for your diabetes. And if but, you happen to lose weight, that's fine too. So how many bags of Skittles do I have to eat to throw this test off? Exactly. <laughs> that, not that, not that we're encouraging uh, insurance fraud at all right. not at all this is not financial or health advice this, you didn't come here for facts and, and information <laughs> or good you, ideas you came here for feelings because that's what we're giving you. Uh, feelings over facts today um so i i'm so my course of action is i'm going to go to a natural path okay Essentially, they look at your hormones. Mm -hmm. Your they look at everything going on inside of you. Um, and she basically said, "If you go through all that, and the natural path won't prescribe it, come back and I will." Okay. She's that much of a believer in it. Yeah. She's like, "This will work." Yeah. 
because um, for me, if I lose 30% of my body weight, mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking, what's 35 times 3? 35, math, 90, 105 pounds? 105 pounds. Yeah. So if I can go from 350 down to 245, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm going to get much smaller than that. No, you, I wasn't smaller than that in college. You probably still, like, lose, like, muscle and bones and stuff and organs. Listen, if, that, if I got to lose muscle and some bones, if I got to lose some of that to go. I'm not losing any muscle, man. I'm trying to stay yoked. I, look, man, I, I, will, I will lose. <laughs> if, if that's what it takes to get rid of some of this weight off my knees and my ankles and all this other stuff. Yeah. No, I hear you. I'll take that. I can rebuild. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get like, swole again. I, I can. I, it'd, it'd probably be a lot easier when you yeah. weigh 100 pounds less. Yeah. To go for to go for a walk and keep it off, but make America swole again. Yeah, I mean, and and there's other part like my brother. My brother did the, uh, so I think he did the sleeve first, the gastric sleeve. Okay, complications with it. They had to take it out. They put in the lap band. Now he's lost a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. And I've seen other people go through gastric bypass and they lose a ton of weight. Yeah, I, I think um, though that people still forget that they're cutting you open. Yes. And there was the, the dude that worked for NBC, Al Roker's buddy, mm-hmm. died from it. Right. And I'm not, now granted, do most people die from it? No. Do I know a lot of people that got it done and didn't die? Yes. Yeah. Um, but still, yeah. I've never had a surgery for anything. So. I yeah. have. I just don't like it. Like, yeah. I, if I can avoid it, I want to. Yeah. I don't, if I can do, if I can take the pill and it works. Although in this case it's an injection, mm-hmm. it's a once a week injection. Okay, and they say some people don't tolerate it very well. It it can have the nausea is a big side effect of this thing. But if I got to take it for four weeks or for four months, mm-hmm. and my insurance is going to cover it under pre diabetic conditions, yeah, or diabetic conditions or whatever I got to do, you know. Can I put up with some nausea for four months? Yeah, so so my doctor, um, and I guess these this GLP is similar to like Ozempic. Similar. Yeah. Yes. So she tried to get me on Ozempic, but the insurance company rejected it because, or whichever, whichever one, you know, um, is similar to that. One of the injections, because I'm not diabetic, diabetic at all. I'm thinking to myself, how can I be so fat, but not have, but have perfect A1C? And it, so, Ozempic is a GLP-1. Okay. Uh, but it's an AR version. Okay. Which is different, but... Armalite rifle. Got it. So, it's a, it's a, it is a semaglutide, though. So, it's very similar to Wigovi. Right. So... But the, they rejected it because I'm not pre-diabetic. And I'm like, how the hell does my weight start with a 4? And... It's like a four in it. Right. The first number is a four. Okay. <laughs> so how does that happen? So I've got like, can can I get like a little pre-diabetes here to get that thing? Right. No, no. We want you to get actual diabetes. But what brings me to a, you know, we're here we are talking about medicines and doctors. And I think anyone here who's done, dealt with a weight issue has gone, they've seen their doctor for whatever and a doctor, if they're nice, like, hey, man, you could probably sh- stand to lose a pound or two. Or if the doctor's not nice, they'll just be like, you're too fat, which I've had both. I have to. Um, yeah. 
one of my favorites is when they tell me like a new doctor or someone that's I've never seen before, and they're like, "Oh, you know, I I see that you've, you've you know you've got some extra weight." I'm like, "What? Are you serious? <laughs> Get here! Are you kidding me? What are you talking about? I've never heard that before. <laughs> Just have a little fun. Yeah. But uh, if they have a good sense of humor, which the doctor that's doing that, chances are they don't. Um, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun for me. But uh, they're going to tell you to eat less and exercise more. They're going to tell you eat a diet that has a lot of whole grains because our food pyramid. So you're going to do that and then you're going to exercise more. But the problem is you're strict calories in, calories out. That's not how our bodies work. Your bodies don't work calories in, calories out. Um, to I'm an about, extent they do, right? What? To an extent they do, right? To an extent and for a short period of time. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. But what ends up happening is, so I'm reading um, a book called The Obesity Code, and it's by a, a Dr. Jason Fung, F-U-N-G. Um, and in this book, so this guy's background, he's a nephrologist, so he treats people essentially going to dialysis. So their diabetes is so bad, they're in dialysis. And he's looking, they all had something in common. 95% of them were, were fat. And he's like, well, how'd they get this way? So essentially, this book just goes and tears apart the Western diet. Now, I'm sure, unless you've been living under a rock, the words paleo or carnivore diet or any of this stuff, it's probably familiar. But our food pyramid is completely, it should be inverted, except for the sugars. Just get rid of them. Get rid of sugars completely. Hmm. But the food pyramid's messed up. They have us eating grains and flour and wheat as the base of the food pyramid. And the government did it. So, of course, the government screwed it up. Um, but he, the doctor gets into this, you know, several parts of it where the body it's we're not a machine it's not an engine where if you had an engine and you wanted to run it out of gas well just just throttle up increase the rpms and don't put any more gas in it and eventually the engine you're going to burn that fuel off but that's not how it's too simplistic we have like a thermostat almost so when we start to eat less we start to burn less even if you're exercising so eventually what happens is you become hungry and miserable and you quit. And then you quickly gain all the weight back and then some. So, so they, that's what then they say the body goes into starvation mode. Yeah. Right. So now it's going to hold on to your, it's going to store fat easier than it did before. Um, which when you go off the diet, you start eating more, your body's going to store more fat than it did yeah. before. So that's why the rebound weight it's usually more than the weight you started yeah. with. Because I've lost weight and gained it back and lost it and gained it back and said, you know what, today's the day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat nothing but, but you know, kale and carrots and chicken breast because fat's bad because the government told me that fat's bad, so I can't eat any of that stuff, and I'm miserable. Because who wants to eat any of that crap? Nobody. Oatmeal cream pies taste a lot better and are a lot easier to prepare. Because you just rip them open, mm-hmm. and they are delicious. Yep. I can't be trusted. I think a couple episodes ago, I saw about how I eat all 
yes. milk cream pies. You, 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 you talked about your secret stash. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got to keep them away from the kids. Yeah, because yeah. the kids the kids aren't that smart yet. Right. They haven't learned the secret stash. Right. Um, unfortunately, I also know where the secret stash is, and there's nothing <laughs> left in it. But, you know, until we break away from this, but it's just so, it's just baked in the cake. I, I If anyone were to go to any mainstream doctor, a lot of them were going to say, oh, eat less and exercise more. Let me give you this diet where you're going to eat a piece of steamed toast and a single poached egg with no yolk and no butter for breakfast. And then for lunch, you're going to have soup. And then for dinner, you get to eat three ounces of steamed chicken breast and a piece of kale. Right. And then wonder why you're miserable and why the second you have a cheat day, you're crushing a large pizza and that cheat day turns into a cheat month. And never mind the fact, you're just miserable to be around. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to be around that. No. No, like, that guy's not fun. No. Not not even just fun. You're, you're grumpy. Yeah. Like, your fuse is short. You're snapping at the kids, snapping at the wife. Yeah. And like then you, then you get more depressed because you're like, I'm an ass. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been an ass to everybody. Yeah. You didn't want to be that way. Yeah. But, well, I mean, when you're hangry, and everyone knows what hangry is. Mm-hmm. But now think about being hangry all the damn time. Yeah. Because you're trying to do what this nutritionist told you to do. Right. And then you get and then you get the online people. Every nutritionist is wrong. You gotta mm-hmm. do it this way. And you know, you're gonna do uh the warrior diet, which is the inter- which was intermittent fasting before intermittent fasting was a thing. Yeah. The warrior diet was you all you did was eat one large meal a day yep. for dinner. Like around four, three, four o'clock, mm-hmm. you could eat whatever you want, all you want. Yeah, but you only, you got a two hour window to eat your food, and you're done. Mm-hmm. Or then you got the, if you want to do the modified intermittent fasting, you don't eat until noon, and you're done eating by seven. Yeah, you've got your feeding window. Yes, and and because you know your your body's gone through all the carbs by like nine a.m., so from nine to twelve, you're a fat burning machine. Yep. And of course, they did that crap with keto. And I mean, look, this stuff works. But if, if, for anyone who's tried keto, it's not—it's sustainable. Hard, yeah, it's a hard keto is a hard one to stay with. Because um, if you go off it, you like the rebound weight on that is crazy. Yeah, yeah, keto is pretty hard to hard to say. So with this doctor, he gets into intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. and he gets into. Um, so it's just all has to do with insulin. Right. And insulin is what's causing us to gain weight. Because um, insulin is what moves your, it lowers your blood sugar by either moving it into your muscles to be burnt or into fat to be stored. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's how insulin works. So, and hey, I'm no doctor and I could be wrong, so feel free to correct me, whoever feels like that who know gotta know what you're talking about though um because we don't yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's like yeah that's like a you know a surgeon saying if you're gonna refute me yeah you, you gotta know more than i do yeah <laughs> I, like, I i prefer actually, is that really that's probably not the same it's or it's probably like a surgeon talking about fantasy football yeah and say well you gotta know more than i do you know of course everyone knows more than you <laughs> well <laughs> but, I, Hey, if you come for the king, you best not miss. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to blow your mind with this. So we were talking about the GLP-1 drugs. Mm-hmm. And the word, in, the P in there is peptide. Mm-hmm. All right. 
I think peptides are very powerful. I don't know what they are. I, I, I'm, I'm using deductive reasoning here when I'm bringing this up. I could be really wrong. So, again, this is not a factual podcast. Don't get your medical information from us. Yeah. Don't if you're getting your medical advice from us, you better find an insurance company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might be dead in a week. <laughs> um, so, we, we know I like movies, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Matthew McConaughey was in a movie. Him and Jared Leto were in a movie called The Dallas Buyers Club. And that movie was basically about how, you know, the AIDS epidemic and the beginning of it kind of came about, okay? And Matthew McConaughey contracted AIDS, or HIV, went to the hospital, and they wanted to pump him uh, full of medicine. And he went in there, and they did for a while, and he, and he found out the drugs weren't any good. Like, there was poison. They are just poisoning people. Mm-hmm. And they weren't effective, and they weren't helpful, and so, did his own research, and found out uh, about something called peptide T, and how effective it was in fighting HIV. But it wasn't; it was not a an approved treatment for HIV and AIDS in the U.S. And no matter how how hard he tried, he couldn't get it. Like it wouldn't be approved. So he ended up going to Mexico, and he learned more and more about a drug regimen which included peptide T, and how he felt good, like he felt normal, mm-hmm. like it, it it didn't have the effect that it was, like the the HIV wasn't having the effect. <clears throat> and, and basically, the whole movie was basically like how the U.S. government wasn't approving effective treatments for HIV and AIDS, essentially saying that the government was okay letting these people die because at the time it was a, it was a, a disease of um, basically a, what they called the disease of the insanitary. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a disease of the homosexuals. And I saw what HIV and AIDS did to a person firsthand uh, from my uncle's significant other. He passed away from it. Horrible, horrible disease. Um, and I think about people that probably, that could have benefited, because this is this was back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. People that could have benefited if the government would have just allowed uh, proven medications. For example, in Japan, peptide T was allowed to be a treatment for HIV and AIDS. In Mexico, it was allowed, but not in the U.S. Um, and, and, and there were some other things. And so basically the movie was about how the Matthew McConaughey character would get the drugs either directly from Japan or either Japan or Korea. And for Mexico, he get as much as he could and he's like, I'm not selling drugs, I'm selling memberships. Basically, you pay mm-hmm. for the membership and you got the box of drugs. Yeah. So that's how we kind of got around the rules. And of course, they took him down. The DEA got him and, and, and took him down. Um, but the, 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 the takeaway I took from that was, though, was that sometimes the most effective treatments for diseases uh, 
and viruses aren't necessarily what get approved by the U.S. government for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that in the last episode about who's making money, who's not making money from you know Big Pharma, right? Well, if Big Pharma can't make money off a of peptide T because it's an out of out of patent drug mm-hmm. or vitamin, then there's no money in it. Right. And if there's no money in the cure, they're damn sure going to find another cure. Yeah. Or or another way to keep you alive, to keep you on the drugs. Yep. Because that's where the money is. Just like there's no money in ivermectin. Right. There's no money there. So even though studies in other countries showed it was effective against a certain disease, then didn't matter. Yeah. And the 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 yeah you know, some of the drugs that came out afterward looked very similar molecularly to ivermectin. Didn't matter. Anyway, so I guess my point is maybe this drug, and maybe it's a peptide thing, is effective for weight loss. Mm -hmm. But maybe the money isn't in people losing weight. Because we've talked about the weight loss industry. Yeah. Weight loss industry is billions of dollars. Yeah. You just said what, 72 billion? 72 billion, yep. I'm pretty sure... Those companies that are making that seventy-two billion have some pretty powerful lobbying interests, trying to hide these GLP one drugs. Oh well, sure, you know, and let's say they were. Let me, I, I, I'm a see it to believe a person. So let's say I go on this WeGovi or Six or whatever it is, and I end up losing thirty percent of my body weight in a year. Yeah, a hundred pounds. Maybe I'm only on it for four months. Yeah. And maybe that's all I need. And I still lose 100 pounds in a year. Imagine how many years ago I could have been on this. Well, that's that's the, the, the thing. Like, I I had a doctor that was telling me to get the, um, get the one of the, uh, the surgeries. Sleeve. Sleeve or band or whatever, band. whichever one it was. And I thought about it and I just, you know, I, I kept wanting to give myself one more shot, one more shot. And when it happened, you know, if I finally do get myself in gear and, and able to, to shed this weight, I'm going to wish I had done it. Now, I back, I guess about, I want to say it was 2009, 2010, I dropped a bunch of weight with Fentermine, and I was 100 pounds lighter than I am now. And it felt good. Like I could actually run and and do things and not wake up and be sore. And part of that's being over 40. There's a big difference between, you know, uh, 29 and 43. Right. There's a, there's a lot of things that go on in there. Right. But still, I felt, I felt good, you know. Um, so I did that. And I went, you know. When you do lose it, you're like, man, what? I should have done this 20 years ago, 30 years ago. But, I, I, you know, getting back to, you know, the billion-dollar industry and the lobbyists, there's no money in, well, I mean, that, do they make more money with a bunch of fat diabetics? Of course. Yeah. Of course. The insurance companies don't. But the drug companies do. 
Aren't they kind of intertwined, though? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I could be wrong. But the, you know, so do they want you to, because when you look at this ridiculous food pyramid that we have, that all came after the, after um, Dwight Eisenhower had a heart attack. And this doctor, it was Dr. Keyes, vilified cholesterol and fats and determined that the reason Dwight Eisenhower had a heart attack was because he had, he had a diet that had too much fat. And that's when all this low-fat nonsense started. And they said you should eat grains. Well, grains just turn into sugar, which makes your blood sugar go higher, which causes an insulin spike, which makes you get fat. So, but we're still basing everything on that. And it was junk science then, and it still is now. Yeah. Like, you need cholesterol to live. Cholesterol is what how the body heals itself. Cholesterol is, you know, it's... It, you produce 80% of it. So animal fats, which were supposedly the they actually said that, that vegetable oils were better for you. These chemicals that are invented. Right. Canola oil. Look it up and find a plant called a canola. Because right. it doesn't exist. Right. Canola stands for Canadian oil something. Margarine. Margarine, one of the uses for that was as a cattle feed. The only reason it's yellow is because they dye it yellow because its natural color is like this whitish, grayish, disgusting color. It's a lump of right. of grease. Um, but if you go, I you can probably go to a, a go to a supermarket right now and grab a bottle of canola oil, and it'll be a little heart healthy thing on there. Yep, it's not healthy for you at all. But we're eating this junk, this garbage at the expense, and being told not to eat. Red meat, animal fats, oh, because that's bad for you. But there are people who have gone on the who've who've switched over like like that. Joe Rogan did the carnivore diet, and completely just. There's a guy at work. He went carnivore and just shed pounds, um, and he he feels great, loves it. Yeah. But if you were to go to a doctor say, "Yeah, I'm going to eat nothing but red meat and fat," they they'd be like, "Wow." Oh, you got to eat a whole wheat toast, you know? Yeah. The problem is, for example, there's this, uh, I don't even know how to describe him. He's basically one of these celebrity doctors, Stephen Gundry. Mm -hmm. And he he talks about the plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, if all the nutrients from the meat is coming from the plants that the, that the, animal ate why not just skip the animal and go straight to the plant so basically his idea is like why would you eat the cow if the nutrients you're getting from the cow are coming from the grass it ate so just eat grass so just eat the vegetables right just eat the green tell him to eat that well he apparently he did yeah and he lost a bunch of weight because he's starving to death and he's a doctor yeah so he's able to put out this you know this program which of course you pay for Mm mm-hmm you know, just like, well, Vincent, yeah. yeah, he's a fitness model. Yeah, he's right. So he obviously knows what to do, and you pay for his thing. I mean, my, I guess, just, obviously, I'm overweight. If I go and look up weight loss, do you know how many different versions oh. of a weight loss program you're going to get? Mm-hmm. One's going to say, eat all meat. Yeah. One's going one's gonna to say, don't eat the meat, 
eat the vegetables because the yeah. vegetables go through the cow anyway. The other one's going to say, avoid dairy. The other one's going to say, eat dairy. Mm-hmm. The other one's going to say, you know, do the keto diet. So no more, no more, uh, no more carbs. Of course, you, then you talk to, you got Vincent who says, well, your body needs carbs, but so you yeah. have to, you have to carb cycle. So you, you have carbs twice a week and then meet the other days. And then you mix them on the third day. It's like, everyone's an expert. Yeah. And the person that my, the, the nutritionist that my doctor's going to go send me to is going to show me the, the USDA food pyramid. Yeah. And he's going to say, well, you should have a balanced diet. Mm-hmm. And you got to have more calories out than in. Okay, doc. Well, how many calories should I have? Well, 2,000. Okay, well, you just recommended 2,000 calories for someone who weighs 100 pounds less than me, too. Yeah. So you're telling me someone who's 250 pounds and someone who's 350 pounds needs to eat the same amount of calories per day? Mm-hmm. Whereas my body might go into starvation mode and store the fat and theirs won't? Yeah. Meanwhile, you can now if I go online and I say, how many calories should a 350-pound male eat? And they tell you, then you go in, you put it, your weight in, you put your height in. How many pounds do you want to lose? Okay, well, I want to lose two pounds a week. Okay, well, you need to eat... 3,400 calories. Yeah. Well, shit, that's 1,400 more than the, than the nutritionist just told mm-hmm. me. And now someone on the other end, someone on the other end of this is saying, well, fatty, you got to do something. Right. You're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're not even trying because I haven't tried these things already. Right. Never mind the fact, I still got to, just like you, I got to, I got to, you know, work with my wife to get my kids fed to practice, from practice, to school, from school. Yeah. And somehow I'm going to have to cook my special diet that my kids definitely aren't going to eat. So now I'm going to spend double. You don't want want anything to do with that. No. So I'm going to spend double (laughs) the time just basically making food. Well, if you really really wanted to manage your weight, you would. Yeah, right. You're just being lazy. Yeah. Go for Put down the fork, as as Bill Maher says. Put down the fork. Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, and it's really so. I have I have friends that are like super into fitness and they're in shape and they're and they mean well. It's like, oh, well, just like, dude, have you ever had to do this? No. Why am I listening to you? Right. You've you're you've you know you've got an eight pack. You're shredded. You. Why, why am I listening to you? You've never had to do this. I want to listen to the person that's had to do it before. And there's actually a book. The guy. It's called. Um, fit to fat to fit mm. and he was a personal trainer and he decided that you know, I can't I need to experience what my clients are going through right. so he intentionally gained like 100 pounds and then lost it yeah. to see what he had to do he's like this is a lot harder so when I'm telling this guy oh like yeah just get on the treadmill and you know run a mile bro like <laughs> that dude's lucky he got out of bed today right you know so never mind that you, you run that mile on the treadmill and you feel okay for day one yeah and day two, you can't get out of bed because you're in pain all over. Yep. And look, this is not this is not a woe is to me story here. I'm not saying that. But there there's gotta be more science than this. Yeah. To it. You know what I mean? Well see and, a lot a lot of this is just for it's bro science. Mm-hmm. It's doctors don't receive a lot of nutritional training in medical school. Right. So they just go out with a mantra, you know, um, you know, fe- you know, uh caloric deficit. Right. Type of thing. Um, well, that's why I want to go to the naturopath. My wife went to the naturopath. Okay. 
and she she just she's getting all she just got all her blood work done. So now she's going to go back and they're going to look at her blood work and it's got to do with her hormones. It's got to do with her blood level, her her sugar level, everything. They're looking at everything. Yeah. Like they're they're going to use science. Okay. For finally. Yeah. Now the problem like don't, don't get me wrong. It's not covered by insurance. This is not going to be cheap. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about a thousand bucks just to get to the point where you're sitting down with the person to look at your labs. Yeah. Okay. Not cheap. Fine. At this at, at this point, it's like okay, we got to spend this money because I've never seen a three hundred and fifty a three hundred and fifty pound sixty five year old dude, right? Or seventy pound or seventy year old six three hundred. Or if you do, yeah. you see him on a on a scooter. Right, he's on a scooter, or he's got someone pushing him in a wheelchair, yeah. looking miserable, can barely walk. Like I don't, I, I don't want to be that. Yep. Right. But I'm also th- there's the the time and effort aspect into it, where it's yeah, I don't mind putting in some work or putting in the work, and I don't mm-hmm. care if it's long term as long as it's gonna work. Yeah. My problem is none of this stuff. This there might be short term uh, success, but there's no the long term success has been fairly elusive. Even it, it, everyone points. Well, what about the Biggest Loser? You remember that show, the Biggest Loser? Yeah. Well, okay. most of those people gain all their weight back. Well, because they worked out six hours a day. Mm-hmm. All the meals were prepped and prepared. Yeah. And as soon as they left the ranch. They gained weight back. Yeah, and life hit them. Because, yeah, because it wasn't sustainable. Yeah. And, and you know, when, so I'm looking at my, because people want to say, oh, it's 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 willpower, it's this, it's that. Of course. It's, yeah. So I have one of these these uh, smart watches that measures calories and all that stuff. So Apple has a move ring. Mm-hmm. So I have my move ring set to 1,500. Um. So that's ca- fifteen hundred calories in addition. So I have to be moving to for those to count. That's that's calories above my basal metabolic rate. So I have today. I closed it. Uh, I think when I was walking down the steps here at fifteen hundred. My total burn though is fifty four ninety. The day before. Closed at 5,200, 5,249. The day before that, 5,300. So I'm burning calories. And I don't eat garbage all the time. Right. Like I, don't get me wrong. I like to cook. I like to eat. I like to have fun. But... Do you know how many calories 5,300 calories? you know how much you'd have to eat for 5,300 calories? Yeah. So tell me... <laughs> so I want to go to these doctors and say, look, I have the proof right here. I have the data right here. That's telling me that I'm burning 5,300 calories a day, 1,500 of which are intentional, and I'm also closing my exercise ring, either it's strength or cardio or just going on a walk. Whatever it is, I'm getting 30 minutes of exercise. And so tell me, Dr. Smarty Pants, calories in, calories out. Right. Come at me with that. You can- because I'm not eating 6,000 calories a day. Right. Yeah, it... it- I can eat a whole pizza and not be at 6,000 calories for every meal. Right. What is it? A number one at McDonald's is about 2,000 calories? Yeah. Some, yeah. You'd have to eat three of those. Yeah. Just to get to 6,000. Yeah. And you're not eating that. No. Like lean chicken is about, a, a, if you do six ounces of lean chicken, you're, 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 or chicken breast, 
you're talking maybe 300 calories, yeah. 400 calories. If you do an eight-ounce steak, it's maybe 800. Yeah. So that's, that's my thing. You'd so, have to make yourself sick eating that much steak just to get the 6,000 calories. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't understand that. And never mind the fact, your your resting metabolic rate, just just to move 350 pounds, yeah. you're talking about 3,200 calories a day just for your heart to beat, your, just to move, just, just, just to, to be you. Yeah, poop, breathe, digest food, whatever it is. So that, so that doesn't mean it, so by me walking around, I'm also, let's say I'm killing 4,000 yeah. calories a day. You're telling me like today, there's no shot. I ate 4,000 calories. Right. But my weight is still going up 30 pounds in probably eight months. Mm-hmm. That's why. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying this is for everybody, but let I me, mean, Let's go, scientist. Let, yeah. Let's science the crap out of this. Yeah. And maybe it's some body chemistry stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And or or maybe I don't know. Maybe all the gen- genetically modified foods are hurting me. I yeah. don't know. All I know is this calories in, calories out thing. Not working. Yeah, it's not getting it done. No, if for whatever reason, yeah. and I'm fine figuring out whatever yeah. that is. But. If that cost me a thousand dollars to go find out, mm-hmm. now granted, thousand dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, but the fact that my health insurance won't cover this is kind of crazy to me. If the, if their goal is to pay less for you to be healthy, shouldn't their goal be to get you healthy first? Yeah, like you're accepting the money. Basically, their idea is we're going to keep we're going to collect money during the healthy years. And hope during your unhealthy years we pay out less than what we brought in. Right. Rather than saying, I'd rather have a larger upfront cost to get you healthy by using science. Mm-hmm. And then later on have less costs and maybe make my money on the back end. Yeah. Nope. We need to find the least costly way just to keep you alive until you die. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I spoke to my, my old doctor... Um, she moved to Illinois, but she's the one that, where I, I lost that big chunk of hundred pounds on, on, you know, using fentramine and there, we had a, I had a problem with the bill it was because they coded it as weight loss rather than just a checkup. Yeah. Well, the insurance company doesn't cover weight loss. And I said, so let me get this straight. They, they'd rather have to pay to cut my foot off from diabetes than to pay the cost of this doctor's visit. And I'm not, fentramine's cheap. It's it's like, uh, I think 30 days of it is, it's like 37 bucks. It's not expensive. Right. Then have to pay for that. Well, it's not just that. And, and she goes, well, not really. And I said, oh, I, I said, okay. She goes, well, they're hoping you die from something else before they have to cut your foot off. Right. I'm like, wow. She goes, that's how it is. Or, or they rather they rather pay for a hip replacement, yeah, or a knee replacement, yeah, which can be from being overweight, oh, sure. Um, or they'd rather pay to keep you on dialysis. Yep. Like rather, like think about that for a minute. They're playing the short game. What if what if a thousand dollars to go to a naturopath to find out what's really going on inside your body? And let's say another three grand. 
mm-hmm. for the drugs. Now, don't remember, I'm not a big pharma person, but if that's what works, that's what works. I get it. Yeah. Or if there's a cheaper version of it, great. I'm for that too. Or they might come and say, hey, you know what? Your testosterone's low. So, and maybe if we boost that up, it'll increase metabolism, whatever it is. So I, I know from way back when I had some testing done. Um, I don't know if we mentioned my health history, but anyway, I had some, I had some levels tested. My testosterone was low. Used a drug called the Rimidex. Mm-hmm. A Rimidex basically stops testosterone from being turned into estrogen in, in the male body. And it, that's what happens. It, it, a certain portion of your testosterone gets turned into estrogen, which can lead to a low testosterone level. That's what I had. We used a Rimidex, bumped it back up into normal range. But because um, my use case uh, uh, expired, for what we were using it for, mm-hmm. I had to be taken off of it. Now, that doesn't mean my testosterone levels stayed where they were. No, they went back down. Because naturally, my body's not producing it mm-hmm. as much as it should for a person my age, right? So, and doctors are very hesitant to do all those tests. Like, or if you come in just on just above the minimum level, they're like, well, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, and... and- even, but it doesn't help with weight loss. In yeah. fact, it hurts. And those those tests, the charts they're using, what they're based upon is the male from... So, like, that low number mm-hmm. that's acceptable is for an 80-year-old. <laughs> the high number, so the range that where it's high, that's when you're... 16 17 years old right and you know you're full of piss and vinegar like that's that's but so as long as so you, you know in your say you're 40 and you fall at the low end like oh you're fine right yeah for an 80 year old right not for a 40 year old yeah not for a 30 year old but oh you're still because they use these dumb charts because they don't want to have to think right and if you know oh okay like so, oh you're fine yeah, they, they don't want doctors to be doctors. They want doctors to follow a protocol. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, follow a protocol and and do your charts and code everything so we can get paid. And then, I mean, if you're fortunate enough to find a doctor who's like, look, I can't prescribe this, wink, wink, go to this person instead. Mm-hmm. You, it's not going to get covered under insurance, but this will help you. Yeah. Now, how many people would bite the bullet and pay the money? Oh, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people who can't afford it, right? And we can make all the all the uh, justification in the world is why insurances should pay for it and how it would probably be less costly for them if they did. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to. No. Right? So it's one of those things where if, you, if it were widely known, let's say this WeGovi thing is fantastic, like my, like my healthcare provider said it is. I mean, I had to bring it up to her. Yeah. I had to do the research. Like I had to look for it. I was I was just going down some rabbit holes. I just happened to come across it. Yeah. But let's say you hadn't heard about it until I told you. Right. I know about it. yeah. Our other friends that are overweight still haven't heard about it. Mm-hmm. But let's say you get let's say just the four or five overweight people I know go on the go on this GLP one drug. And, and can kick out 50, let's say I only lose 15%, not even 30. 
Still, like that's, get under three hundred pounds. Yeah, that's better than three fifty. Yep. And let's say it, let's say it just works. I mean, imagine like again quality of life, right? Yeah. Imagine the quality of life difference. It's huge. Yeah, it's oh, huge. Yeah. And, and it, what, let's say there was no shot that calories in, calories out was ever going to get me to lose weight long term. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it wouldn't. Like I don't know. I know that it works for some people, and good on them. You know, maybe maybe their bodies are made a little bit differently. I don't know. Good on them. I'm not saying that doesn't work. I'm just saying that doesn't work for everybody. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And and I'm gonna go a little woes to me here. I listen to Rogan. I listen to Bill Maher and everything. You fuck you, fatty. Yeah. You know, put the fork down. Eat less. Do that. Look, I get it. Trust me. I, I was a I was a former Division One athlete. Yeah. I understand that part of it. Sometimes it's not that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, but you hear this shit constantly. Yeah. And no one's going to be able to tell me that that part doesn't put you down a rabbit hole even more which could then you know make maybe you, 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 uh, depression eat a little bit yeah and it makes it worse so it's like hey man like you think you're doing something good because you think you're going to reach that one person by telling drop the fork right. when you've really 10 other people heard you and said man i tried dropping the fork it's not working i'm, I'm now i'm useless yes. go out and exercise i, yeah. I did yeah now um, now i'm useless because joe rogan said i'm useless yeah like look man i love listening to joe rogan I do. I like listening to Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. But those two dudes are some of the worst. And I'm not saying it's fat shaming. Yeah. I don't I don't believe in that garbage. Like but there is some psychological effect where it's not hey man, tough it out. Just fuck just tough it out. Yeah. Like dude, it's not always that, man. Yeah. And you might have helped one person, but think of how many people listen to you, Joe. Yeah. And I don't know how much more, you know, if you're saying, you know, oh, well, you know, fat people are lazy. Okay, well, I I want to go find the skinny person that's burning the calories that I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I know plenty of skinny people that, that don't get up at 4.30 in the morning and work out every day. I know plenty of them, you know, but here I am doing it every day, so I don't want to hear the nonsense. Um and think about it. someone like you though, who's doing it, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing it. I'm not, but you are. Yeah. Eventually, at what point you're like, "Fuck, this doesn't work." When am I getting up at four in the morning? Uh, every every morning, right? I'm like, "Why am I doing this? Why am I not going to eat this pizza that I love so much?" Yeah. When what I'm doing is not working. Yeah. Like I'm doing like, look, man, I'm doing calories in, calories out. I'm exercising like I'm supposed to be. I'm doing all these things. And and the thing and, is, exercise has benefits. To me, the benefits of Exercise are beyond weight loss. Yeah, Men, they're definitely yeah. there's mental. I'm I'm convinced that. Well, I know for a fact when I am working out versus when I'm not. When I am, I'm in a better mood. I, you know, there I have more energy throughout the day. Blah, the uh, throughout the you know everything's better. Um. Also, I'm convinced that when I when I had got COVID back in December, I was working out hard. And it wasn't even a blip on my radar screen, you know, so there's benefits to your immune system, all kinds of stuff that just moving, we're meant to move. Um, but the, unfortunately when people see someone that's big, they go, Oh, that guy's lazy. 
Yeah. You know, I had a guy, um, you know, some random dude in a, in, in a, in a parking lot. That was like an Indian guy or something. And he had a thick accent. So he had said, oh, forget it. We started talking small talk, like putting a shopping cart away. And he goes, how are you so big? I said, what? He goes, I said, I, and at the time I lost, I said, actually, he goes, wow. He goes, I, I just don't know how you can be so big. Like, how can you walk? Or how can you run? I said, I don't know. Can you, because at the time I was, I was pulling 500 pound death, deadlifts. I said, can you deadlift 500 pounds? He kind of looked at me and said, I don't think you could. He goes, oh, well, I know I couldn't do that. I said, I, I did it five times this morning. So <laughs> everyone has, di- the point is everyone has different strengths. And, but if you want to automatically assume that, you know, it's, again, maybe a little fat shaming, whatever it is. Um, I got thick skin. But there, but when you're putting that work in and you're just seeing nothing, no result, you know, um, it can be disheartening. You know, yeah. And how many more calories do I have to burn? Right. Well, and, and don't, I'm sure like a guy like Rogan, not so much Mar, but I'm sure Rogan, it, it probably comes from a good place. He's trying, in his mind, he thinks by doing that, he's going to get one person to be like, you know what? You're right, Joe. Yeah. And it's, it might be the one person who that will work for. Yeah. But it, because you got such a large audience, it's like, look, man, you got 10 other people that tried that. Mm-hmm. And all you're doing is making them feel like more shit. Yeah. Like, oh, man, it, Joe, I'm trying. And some people put a lot of stock into what that guy says. Yeah. You know, and it, the thing is, he does have, like, he's tight with, like, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer and they're, yeah, yeah, I never and, and, and Tim Dillon. Are, yeah, like dude, those are three husky dudes. Yeah, it's like, but Rogan it, does get on the you know, get after the food companies and all this stuff. Like we're putting yeah. garbage into our bodies, right? And I'm sure, like, if of all the diets out there, the one that makes the most sense. And I hate saying diet because diet's temporary. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm on a diet because I want to lose. I, I I love the people. One, one of my wife's friends, like. We did this biggest loser competition. And she goes, Oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds. And I'm like, Bitch, I lose 10 pounds every morning. <laughs> Get the F out of here. I flush that 10 pounds down every day. <laughs> like, it is kind of fun, though, to, to, to weigh yourself and then poop and then weigh yourself again. Uh huh. I do that. <laughs> Dude, I've had a three pound difference. I'm like, damn, look at that. <laughs> but, you know, that's. You, you, her and I were in completely different leagues. I just yeah. want to get rid of this little bit of fat on my stomach. Uh huh. I could lose. I want to lose the equivalent weight of you. Yeah, I need to lose a you. Yeah. <laughs> and, but and, and that and, and they're well meaning, right? Yeah. They they mean well, but when there's like a biggest loser challenger or or a, a weight loss challenge, look, sweetie, maybe you sit this one out. Yeah. You, you don't need to be in this group. Yeah. You know, and I get it. You want to, you want to encourage. You want to do it. You ain't. You're not playing the same game. Yeah. And if, you, especially when they do, oh, well, I didn't. I only lost one pound this week. You know, I, well, that's ten percent of where you're trying to be. Yeah. All right. I lost ten, and that's maybe one percent. Yeah. Of what I need to be. Yeah. So look, I get it. You want to lose your ten pounds. I'm sure there's a group for you. Right. That you can go, the the 10 pound loss group. I'm sure there's one for you too. Yeah. This isn't your group. And I'm not trying to be exclusive. I'm not trying to be exclusive or whatever. I'm just saying you're, 
you're playing a different ball game. Yeah. If you want to come along for the ride, that's great. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You want to hop on my back so I'm carrying an extra 100 yeah. pounds when I'm hiking up this mountain <laughs> yeah. so that I can lose an extra pound. Or get on the treadmill that's in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, and like I, I, I definitely don't want it to come off and sound, oh, woe is to me. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, look, not everyone is going to lose weight the same way. And, yes, it took me years to get to this point, so I shouldn't expect overnight success and and that's one of the, however yeah however i i don't I, to 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 maybe lose 10 pounds in a month when i should be losing 20 or gain two pounds in a month when i should have lost 20 yeah and, and just the like, whatever's going like i'm not let, let's use body chemistry and science and figure this out yeah because the easier you can, the easier these things can make it for me to lose the weight, the more successful I'm going to be. Because mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says, early success breeds more success. Yes. It, it just does. Why, why do football teams in the NFL, football just started. Yeah. Why do they Why do they want to get a week one win? Right. Get off on a good foot. You right? know. Um, get get that momentum. A, it's a lot easier to go, you know, season 17 games out. So it's a lot easier to go eleven and six when you get some win- some W's under your belt the first part of the season rather than dropping the first four and now you only got two more you've only got two more losses that you can take. Right. So you have to win eleven of the next thirteen games to to get to that point. But if you get some early W's it it that momentum picks up and it 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 helps you through. And it's confidence. I mean, it's, it's confidence. It's, yeah. it's it it just it's different. It's just I don't know. And then am I, am I doing the right thing? You know, because if you're thinking diets, like okay, I decided to go paleo, right? And I've had some success with that myself. So if, if I decided to go paleo, if I see that scale move in the right direction, or I like inches better especially if you're muscular and you like to lift muscles heavier than fat. So if you're maintaining muscle, you're going to, you're not going to see the result in the scale. You'll see the inches. In any case, you see it quick and it makes it easier to do it the next week to not eat the pizza or to not pound a 30 pack on Sunday, which is a pastime of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, let us know uh, if you're on YouTube or rumble, let us know what, uh, if what we're saying is true or if you think we're just full of garbage and need to put down the fork, um, go online to drivewaybeerspodcast.com. Click on that link for private internet access. If you're on the mobile site, it's all the way at the bottom. Or just go to privateinternetaccess.com slash drivewaybeers and get yourself a VPN. Protect your credit card information online, whether you're paying for some, uh, some health care or if you're shopping for Christmas. Or if you're getting that Halloween costume or whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing online, whatever shopping you're doing, protect your credit card information. And that way you won't have to deal with any kind of fraud later on. Um, not that I'm saying it's going to happen, but if it, you can protect yourself to lessen the chance of it happening, that's even better. So private internet, private internet access.com slash driveway beers. We get a small commission from that. You hop out the show, you get yourself a, a great VPN and protect your information. And we'll see you next time.